0: El has a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not going to stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls and, oh yeah, thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, and Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. Friday night edition of the show, January 20th. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane.
1: Hello, Craig, and how are you doing with your global warming today?
0: Uh, Global warming uh, took the day off today. Not, not Not that it was actually warm and toasty. I mean, it got up to like 31, 32 degrees, but... The skies were clear, the sun was shining, and no fresh snow today, so.
1: Oh, okay, so that's something.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, you look up and down our street out here, we got we got every mountain range known to man. We got uh, the Adirondacks, we've got the Little Matter- Matterhorn, we've got the Himalayas, the Rocky Mountains. You know, just piles and piles and piles of snow up and down the street.
1: Uh not for me, you can keep that stuff.
0: You know, and I, I was talking to some folks here in town uh, earlier today. I was talking to Kendra uh, down at the post office uh, this morning, and you know, she said it, you know it, it was she tried to come in the day it was snowing and she couldn't even get there. She couldn't even get halfway from where she lives to uh, our little town. Right. she had to, she got about halfway and decided this isn't worth it i'm gonna get killed and uh, so she turned around <laughs> went back home and uh and i you know i told her i said look you know i i understand that you know post office business is important stuff but you know that was no fit day out for man or beast
1: so uh well when i was a little kid i grew up with that what I call the white stuff, the white shit, and I don't ever care to see it again.
0: Well, and then today, I, you know, I was outside with the Beast, uh, mm-hmm. my, my black lab who's, you know, a little over a year old, and I was I was outside with him and admiring the work I had done, getting the global warming off my driveway when the FedEx guy showed up ah now barkley the dog thinks that he has to protect me from the fedex guy but barkley thinks he has to protect me by being behind me (laughs) (laughs) at at the moment and you know so he ran around me he wrapped the leash around my leg and then he stood behind me bowling growling and barking uh at the fedex guy and uh, i was calling i was calling the dog all sorts of names trying to get myself untangled from the leash and the fedex guy is laughing at me you know i i finally i got in the house and i thought you know This dog doesn't even know his name's Barkley. I've been calling him dumbass for so long, he probably (laughs) thinks that's his name. (laughs) So that's Uh, that's how my day went, you know, but uh, it's one one of those things. Folks, we're glad you're with us. Now, before we get into the meat and potatoes uh, of tonight's show, uh, potatoes only for Diane,
1: that, that's right. I'm a vegetarian, folks. She's, I don't eat. I don't eat things that have parents.
0: Yeah, because shrimp don't have parents.
1: It's the only, the only <laughs> even remotely fisher meat thing I will put in my mouth, and I took them off that group. Many, many years ago,
0: yeah, and that's that's because shrimp are the product of divine creation. They have no parents, they just appear they have no
1: parents right yeah. they're just they, there they just
0: appear <laughs> in the ocean um, but uh we're you know we're here tonight, that's obvious. Tuesday night, we will not be here. Diane has a very important meeting to attend. Uh, and yes. So we're taking Tuesday night off, so you won't hear from us again until a week from tonight. Yes,
1: and this meeting cannot be missed. I will be speaking, and hopefully I could help stop something that wants to come into our small town that does not belong here. <laughs> if we win, I'll fill everybody in.
0: All right, but only if you win.
1: Well, maybe I'll fill in anyway, because uh, you know, where we're fighting city government.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's all different kinds of fun. Believe me, I've been doing it for seven years now. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Well, I've done this before. This is not my first
0: well, time. And, you know, and folks, that's why we always say you got to get involved. You know, you can't just vote on election day and think you've got everything covered every once in a while. You got to get
1: involved. Yeah, And back in October, I stopped a major, major storage um, warehouse from coming into our small town by finding something in the Florida statutes that did not allow it, something our city attorney did not do their due diligence on, and they were out of here the next day.
0: There you go. There you yep. go. You know, I mean, it's one thing to sit around and complain about things in your local area, but it's another thing to get involved and actually try to change things for the better. Right. I mean, that's right. that's what it is. And we, we put that into practice, Diane and I. So Yes. There you go. All right. So let's look at some of the stuff in the news. And so we start with Google. Uh, And their parent company, Alphabet, they're laying off 12,000 people.
1: Oh, hold on. Just just because I clicked on to the article, they have to run their stupid videos. I hate these video pop-ups. And even though I'm clicking it off, it doesn't shut up.
0: Well, and it makes it hard to understand you because sometimes the video overrides you. So we'll just wait for it to stop. But okay,
1: I think it it just stopped. Okay, okay, twelve thousand people no, they're laying didn't off. Stop. Oh, this, God okay, damn. I'm going to get rid of this. <laughs> these these this is not anything. I can't control. I can control. And
0: I don't know why. Okay. the, the Again, we can't really understand you because you're breaking up because of the video. So I'm just going to go on with this, and hopefully the video will come to an Hopefully it's not a two-hour feature movie that, that popped up. But the Google parent company, Alphabet, is laying off 12,000 people. And they're trying to make it seem like, you know, oh, woe is us. You know, yes. we, we've got these 12,000 people we gotta lay off,
1: but but who's to blame, really? Well, actually who's to blame is the Biden administration because also because of COVID, because they so overreacted to COVID, people stayed home and collected government monies. So they became very lazy and actually do not want to go out and work.
0: Well, and, you know, we're going to be talking about that coming up in the second half of the show tonight, but you're absolutely right. Another part of the problem, I think, I can't really prove it, but, you know, when when your company gets to the point where you've got to lay off 12,000 people, not 1,200, mm-hmm. 12,000 people, is there any chance that Google overhired to begin with?
1: There's always that chance, but remember, these people being laid off are being laid off worldwide. This is not just here in this country, and that makes a huge difference. What I like, though, is the severance package they're giving these people. It is unbelievable. They get 16 weeks of salary, two weeks for each additional year at the company, six months of health care, job placement services, if they want it, and immigration support for those affected workers, meaning the ones that don't belong here that they were hiring. <laughs> I well, mean, this is, this is some racket when you think about it.
0: Well, it is, but l- let me just point out what should be the obvious thing when you look at that severance package. 16 months of salary. That means... 16 weeks. weeks. 16 weeks. That means those people for the next 16 weeks, those that live in the U.S., and and we don't really know exactly how many of those are U.S. because like you said, it's a worldwide layoff, but 16 weeks, that means they're not going to go out and look for another job for at least
1: four months. No. What Biden... With his policies created, and including COVID, he has created a bunch of bums who would just rather sit home, press a couple of buttons, get big paid salaries, and not have to work for a living.
0: Well, yeah, here's, here's a question. You know, maybe it's rhetorical. I don't know. But how many of these people that are getting laid off have actually been working from home so we don't know that they're even actually doing
1: anything when they are working that's true well google has always been as far as i know in the black pretty much they have not really lost the monies that some of the other companies have so I assume the people are working to keep the company that stable but now they're being hit with the inflation and everything else that all the rest of us are being hit with and, and um, what they're claiming is they're laying off these employees due to uncertain economic environments
0: mm. okay and, and you know, that goes back to my original question. Who's to blame for the economic environment? Biden. Biden. You know, now, I don't know what jobs, you know, people are losing at Google, but I know the first job that I hope gets lost at Google. What? Whoever's in charge of those stupid cartoon emojis when you open up Google that incorporates the word Google into the emoji.
1: Ah, uh, well, that's self promotion yeah but their it's a it's, little gimmick. It's dumb. It might be dumb, but some people think it's cute. I think it's annoying uh, exactly but,
0: uh, <laughs> you know and, and the people that think it's cute are the people that are doing it, and I hope that's the first job out the
1: door and what's really funny is the head hon show here of actually of google slash alphabet he said over the past two years we've seen periods of dramatic growth so in other words their company is growing and growing and growing but we got to lay off people
0: that means the while they're growing the economy has been shrinking yeah that that means there's less and less money available to them they've grown From a standpoint of employees, they haven't necessarily grown as a standpoint of the economy.
1: No, but they're, you know, they've held their own uh, as far as the markets are concerned and all that. They have not been hit as bad as some of the other companies. However, they are on such a global wide scale. I mean, they must have hundreds of thousands of employees. What do these people do? Press buttons.
0: Uh, well, and they're not, you know, Google's not the only tech giant that's suffering right now and having right. to lay off people either. Right. Absolutely. You know, and um, we're going to hear more from these tech giant layoffs in the weeks to come.
1: Yeah. You know, I know a company that I'd love to get hit with a couple of... Um, Oh dear, we're in trouble and get rid of your you know, their independent sources. Right. Right. <laughs> Meta. Yeah. Let it drop on Facebook. Boom.
0: <laughs> you, you know who else is laying off a bunch of people? It's Amazon.
1: Yes, they are.
0: You know, and, and this is this is an interesting situation. Amazon is laying off, what is it, ten thousand, I think. Yes. And they're they're They just opened a brand new center up in South Dakota.
1: Well, I won't buy from Amazon because of Bezos and and what they stand for. I refuse to buy anything from them. So I really don't care if they come crashing down.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you you open a brand new, and I mean, it's a big, big deal up there in South Dakota. And Mm -hmm. last week they were talking about, you know, they're they're gonna employ thousands of people and, and they had the big ribbon cutting and and all of this and then today they announced, Oh yeah, but we're laying off ten thousand people.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that makes no sense. They're in South Dakota. Do you even have that kind of population to to keep that yeah. organization up and running there? Yeah, you do.
0: You know, and, and uh, it's it's located over on the far eastern side of South Dakota, so you can actually draw people from over the border in uh, the Minneapolis area. Oh, okay. Uh, but the reason they built in South Dakota rather than uh, in Minnesota is because the tax situation is better uh, for them in South Dakota than it is in Minnesota. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they've they've got the, uh, the the population base, they can they can fully staff it, but you know, they're they're they've got this brand new facility and they spent millions and millions of dollars building out this facility. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, today they and like I said, they just had the ribbon cutting a week ago and today they announced they're laying off ten thousand people.
1: <laughs> but it doesn't mean they are.
0: No, but uh, you know, it, it it the optics of it are kind of weird.
1: Well, you know what they uh, they build something; it doesn't work out. They get their tax write off, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, I, I don't consider anything that Bezos runs very altruistic.
0: Well, I mean, how secure do you feel as a worker when you're starting a brand new job at Amazon? The week before they tell you they're laying off ten thousand people. Right. Yeah. No, Yikes. Not very. It's it's interesting. Uh over in New York, new woke laws are requiring prosecutors to drop
1: a staggering amount of criminal cases. Right. Um It's very funny, but in the year 2019, when those rules first went into effect, 44% of cases were dismissed, rising to 69% by mid-October of 2021, and it's even higher now.
0: And these are criminal cases.
1: Right. Misdemeanor cases alone increased from 49% to 82% in the same time but the numbers out of here are absolutely staggering
0: you know while while the crime rate goes up fewer and fewer uh criminals are getting prosecuted and if you look at the district attorneys that are scattered about in in the state of new york they can't keep up with the paperwork that's required under these new woke laws and literally 40 percent of the assistant district attorneys the ada's have
1: quit yes but i love who they blame why the rates are going up why the cases have to be dismissed they're blaming it on clerical Burden by prosecutors you know the prosecutor's face who have to assemble and redact limitless documents and videos
0: well but i mean there is a lot of work that goes into that and if you know if you're going to bring a case and and you don't have the uh, all the the t's crossed and the i's dotted <clears throat> especially into what they call the discovery process um the the case will get thrown out of court and if if you're down 40 percent in ada's across the state obviously you don't have the manpower left to keep up with the workload and the new regulations these new woke laws are making it even more difficult you've got to have a lot more of of those documents than you ever had before before you can even bring a case to trial
1: Yeah, well, what they're calling it is speedy trial laws. And the assistant attorneys, they basically just run out of time to try cases or file motions to extend defendants' detention. So, in other words, all this is happening because of paperwork, you know, backlogs of paperwork because of woke rules. We cannot upset the criminals. The hell with the victims, we have to take care of the criminals.
0: Well, and that's why more and more and more people are fleeing the state of New York, heading down south to this, I don't know, this weird state called Florida.
1: Well, the thing is, DeSantis isn't putting up with their
0: crap. No, and, but the people that are leaving are actually, I think, for the most part, the people you want in florida because they don't those people leaving the state of new york they don't want to deal with that crap either
1: they're done they don't want to deal with it but we they're welcome here but leave your new york politics back in new york because we won't put up with it
0: well and i but see that's my point i don't think the people that are moving to florida they they know what florida is Mm -hmm. they know it's the free state of florida they wouldn't be moving there if they didn't want to live in the free state of Florida, you know they're tired yeah. of living in in the the you know god awful state of New York. Uh, I'm guessing most of the people that are moving to Florida right now uh, aren't the type that would vote for the the same woke nonsense
1: that's taking over New York. I w- I don't think so. Florida's not a cheap place to live. And most of these people understand that you're not going to come here and, you know, expect to be put on the welfare rolls. It's not going to happen. Our housing market was never in the big slumps like the rest of the country.
0: Your housing market right now is actually booming.
1: It's absolutely booming. But we also have very strict laws. The whole central part of Florida, where the Everglades are, you cannot build on it. So the places that can be built on now are, you know, getting more and more limited, which is great because it will, yes, we had a surge in population, but that's going to start leveling off because we're not going to be able to build every, you know, everybody that wants to come here.
0: Well, it's a good thing you got down there before they passed laws to keep the riffraff out.
1: (laughs) I've (laughs) I've been here most of my life and I wouldn't live anywhere
0: else you know i'll tell you what phoenix did that too years and years and years ago you know phoenix a lot of people don't realize it because they think well phoenix is in the the middle of the desert and it kind of is but there's a lot of they call them mountains i call them foothills uh, that are actually within the city limits of phoenix and if you go back 30 40 50 years people were buying some of those up and building houses up on the top of them which was just destroying the look of the place so about 40 years ago they said no more you, mm-hmm. you can't you can't do that and mm-hmm. you know uh, it's just like your everglades you know they're they're uh, kind of saving the aesthetic value uh, of the area and it calmed a lot of that nonsense down and, and you got that going on in Florida that's a good
1: thing well, the Everglades is actually a national park, you know, federal, the state runs it and everything, but it, it federal laws also keep people off of it, which is very good, because you just, from the ocean, you go 12, 15, at the most, 20 miles out, and there's no building again for almost 100 miles
0: across That's good. the
1: state, so... You know, Florida technically if they were to change the Everglades, excuse me, and allow building on it, I mean we can have millions and millions and millions of people here, but we don't want it.
0: Well, and we have a governor.
1: Thankfully we have a governor that that gets it and understands and we're not catering to the woke BS. Desantis is pulling more and more of it out of the schools every day in fact he just won another court battle it's we're the free state of florida and for a reason
0: well and new york isn't and right. also for a reason you know right. with you increase the workload you decrease the amount of time district attorneys have to fulfill the obligations, and you put so many rules and regulations in it that can't be met anywhere near that time frame, what you wind up with is 69% of criminal cases not being prosecuted, and that means
1: that those criminals are back out on the street. But don't you get it? That's what they want. Exactly. That's what they want to happen. They don't care that they're out there. One man said what we need now is Rudy Giuliani.
0: Yeah, another you know Giuliani. Something?
1: They're right on that respect because when Giuliani was mayor, New York City was one of the safest cities in the country.
0: Not so much today. Not
1: no, now it's way at the bottom there.
0: You know, and, and you, you you thank your liberal agenda for all this, and of course a big part of that is the woke agenda now. Yep. You know, you can't can't go soft on crime and provide safety to the residents of the state. You just can't do it. The two don't
1: work together. And the governor that they have now, she is just god-awful.
0: She's nuts. That woman needs a checkup from the neck up, Kathy Hochul.
1: Yeah, she's absolutely, totally woke, totally liberal. And totally stupid
0: well you, you, you that's the problem you, you know you elect these not head liberals you can explain it to them in a hundred different ways they're not gonna they're not gonna change their mind oh no we can't we can't offend the criminal elements of our state we just can't do it
1: well they get to vote up there too
0: you know and i mean really you can't offend the criminals you you know what you wind up with after a while a state full of nothing but criminals and if you doubt that take a look at what happened to detroit over the decades oh my god that's like a cesspool detroit's population now is half of what it was in its heyday yeah and and the only people left in detroit by and large by and large are the criminals and the people, the good people that are too poor to get out of there. They can't move.
1: Right. And it's not just, you know, in Detroit. Look at Chicago with Lori Lightfoot. Same thing. Same thing. And from what I understand, areas of Chicago at one time were beautiful. Well, not anymore.
0: You know, you got to get out of Chicago, uh, you know, and into the suburbs now if right. you're going to find any of the nice places left
1: right along the lake but even those are getting destroyed
0: that's true you know look new york created their own problem mm-hmm. they did and you know we're, we're talking uh about some other problems coming up in the second half of the show tonight you know but they these are self-inflicted wounds yes You know, in New York, you know, well, you know, we we just, we can't keep up with all the paperwork and we have to turn these criminals loose. And and then they wonder why their crime rate goes up.
1: First of all, you don't need all that paperwork. No, just lock them up. Just lock them up. I mean, this is stalling. It's stalling tactics. It's they want the criminals on the street. That's what people don't get these democrat politicians in new york do not care about the residents they care about the criminals well they want them if they didn't want them they wouldn't be there they'd find ways to solve the paper you know paper jams they don't want to solve them craig
0: right they don't and and here's part of the reason real quickly you know if you've got more criminals on the streets then the streets are less safe for the good people that live in the state of new york you take good people's ability to defend themselves away from them and eventually they have to beg their local and state government to save them that's what they want yes more people
1: beholden
0: to the government That's all it is. Folks, we've hit the bottom of the hour. we got to take a quick break. We're going to be talking about more self-inflicted wounds elsewhere in the country and more about the woke generation. Coming up in a few minutes when there's more on Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news and talk where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sorey. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet.
1: You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at RSPRadio1.com.
0: Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Greason at the National Patriot. Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. Friday night edition of the show, 20th of January. And if you miss any part of it, just go to rspradio 1.com tomorrow morning. Click the podcast button and become a pod person.
1: Yes, we got many peas in our pod bean pod.
0: <laughs> we do. We're getting more all the time. We appreciate Podbean, and we certainly appreciate the Pod people. If you're going there and checking out the shows, this show will be up tomorrow morning. All the other shows are there. If you're going over to Podbean, uh, checking out Right Side Patriots, we thank you for that. Yes, we do. All right, off we go to Home Depot, where the co-founder of Home Depot has a little bit to say about the woke generation and the economy.
1: Well, let's just say he's not too happy about them. Huh. And he actually says something that I've been saying for quite a long time. Not only do we need a change in our leaders in both parties, but we also need a change of generation. It's time to leave behind the old the old establishment leaders within a right. certain age group. We need to turn the parties over to the next generation and he happens to his name is um marcus is his last name the head of home depot bernie marcus and he actually totally agrees with what i've been saying for god knows how long we need a new generation of leaders
0: well and and he talks about something you and i were talking about a few minutes ago too he said you know this this all this woke stuff has got people not wanting to work. He said, you know, there's 10 million job openings in this country and only about 5 or 6 million people that are actively looking for a job. And he said, why would they want to work? Because they're getting paid as much for not working as they ever got paid for
1: working. And that's thanks to Biden again. we Uh, got to go back to that. Yeah, I I mean... mean, These economic woes started under Biden because, remember, under Trump, our autonomy was absolutely rolling along. Companies were coming back to America. Inflation was at a 40-year low. Minorities were getting more jobs than ever before. We had a great economy, and we went from that to this nonsense. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's crazy.
0: Bernie Marcus was also talking about you know the the workforce, and you know he said they're they've grown lazy, and why wouldn't they? They get paid not to work, so so why right. would they want to come in and work? He said, you know, you've got jobs. You're you're a business owner. You've got jobs available, and nobody wants them. He talks uh, about the fact that seventy percent, and and this is a big number, seventy percent of all the jobs in the United States are part of small businesses. Yes. You know, and you go up and down Main Street and small businesses
1: can't find anybody to work in them and they're folding up their doors. Right. I mean, we see it all over this country, the small businesses that are really serving the people in their communities can't make it.
0: Yeah, it's It's everything from a hardware store to a restaurant, it doesn't matter. You know, yes. if if you're a mom and pop, if you're a small business and, you know, small business isn't always, you know, five or six employees. I mean, you could have up to 100 employees and, and still be considered a small business. But the sure. problem is, if you can't get anybody to come in and work at your business because they get paid for not working,
1: then eventually your business is going to close. And you've got to throw in, you know, all the woke rules that everybody has to follow. And every state has some dumber and dumber and dumber regulations that they have to go by. You just can't go in anymore and do your job. You got to check off a list. Oh, can I do this today, that today? Oh, maybe tomorrow I can do this, but I can't do that. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this is all based on wokeism.
0: Well and, and you know you look at you look at the young workforce today compared to what it was let's say 10, fifteen, maybe even 20 years ago. You know, uh, used to be uh, high school kids, college kids, you know mm-hmm. they they wanted a job because then they'd have some extra money, they could they could do things. You know today, not so much. today, you know they, 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 they feel entitled to the money but they don't feel they have to go out and earn it
1: that's true very true but you know what's even odder i actually agree with mitch mcconnell on something
0: oh no hell is frozen over cats are sleeping with dogs pigs are flying
1: (laughs) what the hell what he did i i guess he was at the davos summit in switzerland when all this was going on he's actually placed blame for the job market imbalance meaning the people that don't want to work as opposed to the people who do work on the government action during the pandemic true that's true because remember a lot of this laziness was created then well, So, I mean, even a broken clock, he proved that adage, even a broken clock can be right twice a day. You know,
0: think about it, folks. You know, during the pandemic, uh, a, a lot of businesses uh, f- were forced into closing their doors. You know, oh, my God, you can't have people coming into your business. Now, think about this uh, with the numbers that I quoted just a couple of minutes ago. of all the people working in this country work in small businesses, and it was small businesses that were having their doors shut down. Right. You know, if you had a Home Depot, if you had a Costco, if you had a Walmart, your doors stayed open during the pandemic. Because it was considered essential services. Right. Now, here we've got... The the co-founder, Bernie Marcus, the co-founder of Home Depot, a big box store that was allowed to stay open because, you know, you you could get COVID in in the mom-and-pop bookstore, but not in, you know, Home Depot. His company was allowed to stay open, but yet he still understands the need
1: for small business. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of akin to Elon Musk, with tesla and electric cars coming out and saying we cannot fully ever get rid of the gas and coal industry exactly that's
0: a good analogy yeah yeah Yeah. you know it's it's a very interesting situation that bernie marcus points out and uh and it's not getting any better and it's not going to get any better for for quite a while
1: i'm afraid I don't think anything's going to get better until we have Republicans back in the White House.
0: Well, and think again about the pandemic. You know, a lot of these small businesses had to close up, uh, which meant that you know the people that were working there uh, they they wound up on uh, unemployment and government <laughs> handouts. Okay, and then when the pandemic kind of ended in most places, I, I'm not sure it has as far as some liberal blue state, blue city, uh, you know, elected officials are concerned. But, you know, then these people that got laid off thought, well, I've been making money all along. I, I didn't have to go in. I you know, I got to sit in my underwear in my parents' basement, play video games. So why
1: would I want to go out and find a job now? True. True. Well, can I interject something related to the fact that a lot of this was caused by COVID, but it's not really about this, but it's very interesting. Okay. The doctor in China who defected. Oh, yeah. The woman. Uh Okay. She came out and said something that you and I have said since almost day one of the pandemic, and she knows all about this because she was at that uh, Wuhan lab. (gasps) the COVID death rate has been greatly, greatly more than 50% exaggerated because everyone who has been admitted to hospital who has died and had COVID was listed as COVID deaths. They did not die of the disease that they had, but they died of COVID because they tested positive for COVID.
0: That's, just that's because exactly. you had
1: COVID doesn't mean it was a deadly disease to you. But every country, not just us, not just China, not just England, Italy, you know, whatever, all the numbers are inflated.
0: See, and that's something you and I said from day one in this whole exactly. thing. You can die with COVID, but not
1: necessarily of, of COVID. COVID. And that's how all this... This scare tactic was overblown about COVID. If they had let COVID just run its course in the beginning, we might not be in the situation we are today where people are just too damn lazy to go out and work.
0: Well, and and we're seeing the same foolishness uh, up to a point from some people on our side of the aisle right now you know, every time somebody keels over dead, well they had the jab. Well, yeah. you you can die with having the jab or you could die of the jab. Right. But they're not making any distinction, you know. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, for for a couple of years there, if you if you jumped out of an airplane without a parachute and landed in a parking lot at terminal speed, But your autopsy showed that you had COVID when you jumped out of the plane. You died of COVID. Right. Right.
1: And this doctor was actually saying it's over 50% exaggerated. In other words, what this boils down to is we didn't have to be locked up like we were. People would still be working and businesses would still be open.
0: And the bottom line? is the bottom line the economy would be in a lot better shape exactly you know and that's that's part of what uh you know the the co-founder of home depot is talking about you know i mean it
1: all plays into it and it also goes back to the original ground zero of all this anthony Fauci's lies to president trump constant lies and still ongoing lies.
0: Yeah, the guys, the guys retired now, and he still won't shut up.
1: No, he's all over the place, I writing heard. and talking, and but if Boy. he didn't lie to President Trump about what was going on, Trump would not have ordered for the right. He he did it because he was told something that he didn't know he was being lied to. But shutting down the economy was the worst thing that anyone could have ever done, but I don't blame him, because he was lied to by the supposed expert.
0: Every bit of information that was given to President Trump regarding what had to be done in the face of this pandemic was false. It was all false.
1: Every bit of it, including the schools, the whole mask nonsense, everything.
0: Everything. Well, listen, finally, in our, our uh, little show tonight, we've got Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, who admitted to something the other day. Now, I'm not sure he was meant to admit this, but it, it, you know, every once in a while, the truth slips out when you're not on your guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he admitted to something regarding the situation and the crisis at the border
1: right, what he actually admitted to is that FEMA is having to provide assistance to different cities because they're overwhelmed with the number of people being released by Border Patrol. Mm. I mean, who's releasing <laughs> releasing them? majorcas That's under, you know, his orders and Biden's authors um, and, and Obama's. You know, because remember, he's the puppet master. And yeah, I mean, Adams, the mayor of New York, was down at the border whining and complaining, oh, you're sending them to us. Well, you know what? When these stupid mayors, stupid governors of stupid states, and stupid states cities, sanctuary states, and their cities, sanctuary cities, and they went around saying, all are welcome, all are welcome. well. Now you've got them, so welcome them and take care of them and stop trying to pass the blame.
0: Except in Martha's Vineyard.
1: Oh, that's right. Well, you know, Obama placed that call, get them off
0: here. You're damn right he did. Yeah. Get
1: those people of color
0: off my person of color lawn. (laughs) Yes,
1: I mean, half color.
0: You know, I mean... Yeah, that that's still the funniest thing in the world to me. You know, all, all the, the you know, hoity-toities there in Martha's Vineyard, you know, everybody's welcome in Martha's Vineyard until they actually got there.
1: Right. Well, and I it, mean, there's signs there that say, we welcome you, you know, we're, we're sanctuary, this and that. What a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, welcome to Martha's
0: Vineyard. Now get the hell
1: out. Now, how many, it, it wasn't, it, was it about 100, or it was less yeah. than 100?
0: Yeah, it was like 70 to 100 people, something yeah, like and that.
1: That, that <laughs> they considered an invasion.
0: <laughs> well, how do they think these towns down along the border feel?
1: They don't care.
0: You know, I mean, if if they think 100 people was an invasion, I mean, of course, these are the same people that think what happened on January 6th was an insurrection, but. That's true. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do they think these border communities feel? They've got they've got them there
1: by the hundreds of thousands every month. Exactly, and they can't get rid of them, and they can't shut the borders, and and nothing can be done about anything. And it's all because our border is now basically open. Well, and, and and God only knows what's coming through that border.
0: There you go alejandro mayorkas the secretary of the department of homeland insecurity complaining that fema is having to shoulder a lot of the costs well you know here here's my question what happens when there's a natural disaster because what's happening at the border is an unnatural disaster
1: exactly and it's it's manufactured it's not even a disaster it's a deliberate. It's yeah. deliberate. A it, disaster is usually not deliberate, but this is deliberate.
0: Yeah, it's a manufactured disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a homemade crisis. I mean, I don't care what you want to call it. You know the the Biden administration, the the liberal agenda is one hundred percent responsible for it. But when you got a guy like Eric Adams going down to Texas and and you know pissing and moaning because. You know, all these people, you know, that 250,000 illegal aliens crossed the border right. in in December alone. You know, right. and, and when you've got a few thousand being bussed up to New York City, you mm-hmm. know, and you go down there to the border and start pissing and moaning because we can't handle it. Well, how do you think the border towns feel? How do you think the border
1: states feel? The people that are living down there are livid. Yeah. Well, you know what part of the problem is, Craig? And sometimes wording of things does help sort of build on to the problem. Everybody is calling these people migrants and immigrants. They are not. They know what they're doing is breaking our laws. They are illegal criminals, And maybe if the wording was changed from migrants to what they are, being illegal criminals, maybe the whole mindset would start to be changed.
0: You know, you set foot in this country without going through the proper channels. You have committed a crime.
1: And you're a criminal. So every one of these people are criminals. This is an invasion. It's nothing short of that.
0: Yeah, it's nothing short of that, but, you know, Mayorkas, well, you know, we we got problems because FEMA's having to, you know, take care of a lot of these people. Well, they they wouldn't, Mayorkas, if you do your damn job, if you close the border, if you'd enforce our immigration laws, then then FEMA wouldn't be tasked with this. They wouldn't have to be shouldering the cost. And what happens when we have a, a real natural disaster i mean what happens when uh, a tornado or an earthquake or a wildfire another hurricane, another hurricane occurs you know see, and, and,
1: and fema has
0: and fema has to go uh or is supposed to go and help the people that are afflicted by such a thing and they can't because well they're they're babysitting illegal aliens well you have to forget what
1: you know don't forget one thing. You say if Mayorkas does his job, what you're forgetting is Mayorkas is doing his job, the job that Biden ordered him to do. Let them come in. They are following the orders they are given. They are doing their job. The difference is it's not the job that they should be doing. Not the job
0: they're there to do. It's not the job right. of Homeland Security to make our country insecure. Right. You know. And I'll tell you something, folks. If you want to get the down, the down low on this, if you want the real story on what's going on down there at the border, talk to somebody in border control because they're pissed. Those people are pissed because they're not allowed to, to do their jobs period
1: they have to let these criminals in and you know who's one of the biggest um proponents of this proper language is fox news they keep calling them migrants these are not migrants
0: no and and you know but oh you know we don't want to offend them they broke our laws right I don't care how offended they get by being called illegal aliens. If you don't want to be called an illegal alien,
1: don't come into our country illegally. There is a way to stop it and stop it fast. But no one has the guts to do it. And that is you have armed guards at the border. You wish you were warning. If you come across this border... You're criminals, you've broken our laws, you come across this border, we're going to shoot. Absolutely. No one has the guts to do it. You kill a few of these criminals, and it'll stop.
0: It'll stop right quick.
1: Yeah, but nobody has the
0: guts to do it. I mean, you're right, and, and they should. Yes. I mean, it's it's our country. It's the safety of our people. It's our economy. It's It's but all we- at stake here
1: but it's they don't want the people the way the people are now. They want to make everybody woke. They want to make all the blended races everybody's one thing basically the one world government come to the USA. And that's what we're fighting.
0: Yeah, I mean, we look at the problem in Europe and and we want to be like that? No. Why?
1: I mean, well, because they're more
0: inclusive. Yeah, well, yeah, they can take their inclusion and shove it where the sun
1: don't shine. I know. I know. You know, we, America is America for who we are, how we were founded, and what we were until basically these crazy Democrats in the 20th century.
0: You know, if you want to come over here and follow the legal protocol to do it, if you want to fill out all the paperwork and you want to do it the right way, welcome aboard. You know, if you want to come over here and be an American, welcome aboard. Exactly. You know, but if you want to come over here and be whatever the hell you were, wherever the hell you came from, get out. Yep.
1: And you know what it is, these people... The the ones that are coming, yes, there are some women and children and families, but the majority of them are young men. Why don't you stay in your own countries, overthrow your corrupt governments, and and do something for your own people in your own country?
0: These are not asylum seekers.
1: No, they're cowards. They want the easy way out. They've got their hands out. They want to turn our country into the crap holes they came from
0: it's it's a nasty bit of business
1: yes, diane we've got
0: about four minutes left in the show and i'm going to branch off from all these things we're talking about to bring up a real geek moment that that okay. people people like you and i will appreciate okay do, do you know whose 84th birthday it
1: is today one of the astronauts i believe buzz aldrin yeah yeah. Buzz
0: Aldrin, the second man to set foot on the moon, turns 84 years old today.
1: That's that's unbelievable, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and he's the only one from the three-man crew of Apollo 11 that's left.
1: That's still alive, sure.
0: You know, and uh, when you think back to the the legacy of of Buzz Aldrin, you know, every, everybody, you know, and, and for. Good reason. You know, they always think of Neil Armstrong because he was the first guy uh, to set foot on the moon. But I'm telling you, that mission never would have happened
1: without Buzz Aldrin, period. No, it was a great crew. They all deserve a lot of credit. But I am so angry at my own country for cutting the space program when they did to give all that money to welfare and all the, the ones who thought they were entitled to everything. That's why we're not back on the moon with a base by now. That's why we're not on Mars. And that gets me so furious. Well, I'm glad I brought it up. Yeah. Aren't um, you, though?
0: <laughs> but, you know, I just, I just want to take a minute here. If you go back, if you go to YouTube, uh, if they've got any employees left, they're probably laying off people too. But if you uh, if you go to YouTube and you look up the the Apollo Eleven landing and you watch the video of the of the landing in progress, uh, you will hear trajectory being called out. Right. You know, so so far uh, lateral, so far down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, surface is this far away. Well, that's all Buzz Aldrin. That's all his voice. Yeah. And he was doing that so that Neil Armstrong could concentrate on finding a place to land that wasn't covered in boulders so the whole thing would work.
1: Right. You it's, know, it's if, very interesting. By if if not way, for folks,
0: Buzz Aldrin, that we wouldn't have gotten on the surface. And if it wasn't for Buzz Aldrin, those two guys, Buzz and Neil, would have never gotten off the surface because the switch that would... Release the latches, holding the bottom part of the lunar module to the top part of the lunar module snapped off, and Buzz Aldrin thought quick enough to stick a felt-tip pen in there and toggle it to make it unlatch.
1: True, true. And if you don't want to go to YouTube, you could always go to NASA, their website. They have this running there also.
0: So happy birthday to Buzz Aldrin, eighty-four years old today, and yep. uh, a, a huge, huge part of American history. And you know, I, I know not everybody gets as geeked out about the space program as Diana and I do, but by God, I, I couldn't <laughs> let this day go without it. So,
1: no, it's it's a good thing. Yep.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, it, we were lucky enough to be around when it happened i remember it like it happened yesterday and uh and buzz aldrin over the years has really become a character but a few years ago he put out a great book too so go look that up true yes go look that up but diane we've run out of time you and i
1: yes we have so nighty night guys and see you next friday night Have a great rest of the weekend. We're off
0: next Tuesday. We're back next Friday. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.